Welcome to the Money, Sex, Business and Awakening podcast. I'm Alex Harvey and I'm a money and personal empowerment coach. My podcast is here to support you to create your financial prosperity, do your purpose work in the world and self-actualize. I am here to share with you what I've learned over the past 10 years that I think every woman should know about accessing your deep power through your sexual life force energy and relationship to money because it's truly mind-blowing and only taboo to keep you small. I blend together the latest in neuroscience and practical strategies, as well as teachings and principles from ancient traditions such as Tantra, Taoism, and alchemy. Thank you so much for joining me, and I can't wait to see you in the show. Welcome back to the podcast and welcome to this episode, the power of vulnerability in getting unstuck and creating what you'd love. Guys, you are going to really love this episode because this is a foundational core, I don't know if you call it a tool or a practice or a thing that you can use to like really quickly create that inner shift out of fear, stuckness, overwhelm, anxiety, and back into your heart, back into feeling connected to what you're creating, feeling wholeness, oneness, and at peace so that you have your full energy and your full power with you to keep creating what you'd love, to keep working on, taking action towards, and just doing what you'd love. It's not that you've got to It's not that, okay, this is important. It's not that you've got to do this so that, you know, you can get back in a good headspace so that you can create that outcome because you're not enough without it. Really important. It's not, it's not to, it's not to kind of solve that problem so that you can get that thing because you're not okay without that thing. It's to get unstuck, to get you out of your head to get you out of your ego, to get you out of your fears, doubts, insecurities, overwhelm, anxiety, and to get you back into your power, to get you centered and to get you feeling whole and complete and creating what you would love, what's most important to you. And, you know, that might be getting straight back to work with action. That might not be. But that's what we're going to be talking about today. So welcome. I'm really... I feel like this is a core episode that you want to listen to on this podcast. Just before we jump into it, I want to share an update slash announcement, which is that the doors of my Sacred Money and Power membership are opening soon. I haven't done an intake into the membership since February, so this is very exciting. I'm excited to offer this to all of you to experience the absolute magic and joy of this membership. So I'll be sharing more about that very soon, but keep an eye out. So the power of vulnerability, let's just jump straight in. I'm going to share some stories um, through this to help illustrate the different points. And I'm just actually going to take you through a bit of a process of the power, like using the power of vulnerability. So I want, or I invite you for this episode to actually bring to mind somewhere you're feeling stuck in your life right now. 
even the place you feel the most stuck. So the, the problem or the situation that you're encountering that you feel really stuck about. And I want you to actually apply everything I'm saying through this episode and the process that I um, take you through to that situation and experience the power and the shift in that. Now, the reason I actually decided to make this podcast today was because I've just been experiencing the absolute power of it in the last week. And I felt like this is totally the thing to be talking about and to be sharing because it's so active and front of mind to me at the moment. So I did a couple of these processes earlier in the week for myself and I've had huge shifts out of them in two completely different areas of my life. And I was also just using this with a client a couple of days ago and she was so blown away by it. Well, we actually had just used it with her um, for something else that she's then had this huge shift. This thing, guys, she's been stuck with for 18 months, like really in her head about so stuck. And she's had the biggest shifts in the last two weeks. That's just completely turned it around. Also, I'll share more about the key, the key things that actually enabled that. Um, and then, and then we did the process again with, again, some completely different area of her life. And it was just so powerful that I was like, this is what I've got to talk about on my next podcast episode. So why is vulnerability such a powerful um, tool for getting unstuck. If you would call it a tool, I don't really know what to call it. Why is it a powerful thing? Why is it a powerful? Yeah, I'm just going to call it a tool for getting unstuck. Well, it frees up when we, when we are vulnerable, it makes us open. That's really the foundational thing about it. It makes us open to be able to hear our inner voice, open to take action, open just puts us in an open receptive state and puts us in our heart as opposed to what we were doing before that, which is where we were in fear. We were really in our head, like so fucking in your head, you know, every waking moment, maybe not every waking moment, but you catch yourself always thinking about this problem and how to solve this problem. And you're just thinking, 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 and you're just really stuck in your head, in your ego and in a fear space about it. So that's what we want to be able to shift out of. And we can use vulnerability to really powerfully shift out of that. So when we are stuck, we're often avoiding something we're trying or we're trying to avoid something we think could happen. So we're either trying to avoid what actually already exists and make it go away as quickly as possible, or we're trying to avoid what could happen because of it. We're wanting to avoid getting it wrong, being hated, being rejected, not being enough, not being worthy, something like that. And when we're trying to avoid those things with all of our energy, we're not being vulnerable. And do you know what? This is actually why positive thinking can be so toxic or even affirmations. Honestly, I feel like I'm probably going to be really unpopular for saying this, but even why affirmations can be, I guess, detrimental or they, they can be unhelpful is when you attach yourself to being enough, being 
whatever your affirmations are, beautiful, being rich, whatever. So whenever you're not those things, you go into freak out You or whenever you don't feel like you are those things, you go into resistance and you're not vulnerable. And then you shut yourself off to your own inner voice and you're actually in a place of fear and resistance and separateness, right? Okay. So part of the vulnerability process is letting go of resisting what we fear and actually fully accepting what we fear as a possible outcome. So you've got where you're feeling stuck. I want you to define it to yourself just as a simple problem, not your story around the problem, but like the actual situation in your life that is a problem that you want to change. So just get clear on what very straightforwardly that is. So that could be you know feeling like you don't have enough clients or you're not earning enough or you don't have enough Instagram followers or no one's commenting on your posts. I mean, that's probably not going to be like the area you feel most stuck in your life, but just kind of pinpoint where are you feeling most stuck? Then what you want to do now, this is cool. This is really enlightening. This next step is ask yourself, what is at stake? What do I think is at stake because this condition exists or If this condition continues to exist, what do I really actually think's at stake here? Okay, let's use an example to go through this with, and then you can apply this to your problem in your head. But let's say the problem is that you're stuck working really hard in your business. You never have time to work on your business to grow it or to get more free time because you're really stuck working in it, but you don't feel like you can afford to hire someone or you don't feel like you've got the time to onboard them. Um, And so you're stuck in this cycle of working really hard, but maybe not earning as much as you want or not having time to actually grow your business. And so your income's not changing and you're kind of stuck in this loop and you feel burnt out and drained and you don't even know if you want to keep going with what you're doing because you just feel burnt out on it. Okay. So let's say that's your problem. So what is at stake because that problem exists or if that problem were to continue to exist. So here we actually we want to really dig deep of like, what really do you think is at stake because of this problem? So it could be things like, well, I have no social life because my life is like this and I just think I have to be working all the time. And so what's at stake is having any friends and having any friends in the future and maybe feeling like I'll be totally alone forever. Maybe not totally alone, but you know, I'm never going to have close friends because I'm just going to be stuck working. Um, and then I'll get really unhappy and really depressed and I will feel even less motivated with my business and I'll probably lose clients and everything will just fall in a hole and I'll have to live off welfare or get a job I hate or something like that. might sound a bit dramatic, but actually oftentimes they are going to be a bit dramatic, right? We want to dig into what are you, what really are you unconsciously thinking is at stake here? It could also be your independence. You feel like your independence is at stake. Maybe part of the problem is I feel like I can't go on like this, but if I don't go on like this, I'll have to get a job and then I won't feel independent. I won't feel like, you know, I own my time or I can live wherever I want to live. And so 
on this other level, you're actually feeling like your independence is at stake here. Um, it could, and other things, holidays, maybe you really value holidays, but you haven't been in a holiday on a proper holiday since you started your business or, you know, for a year, because you don't feel like you can leave your business. You have to always be working in it. You can just extrapolate from that. And so then what are you afraid of because of that, or if that happens and you can actually really get this quite a detailed list of, wow, that's what I actually think this problem's about. I'm scared this problem means I'll never have friends. I'll never go on holidays. I'll eventually get burnt out and lose all my clients. I'll lose my independence. I'll have to go back to something I don't want to do. And then life will be boring and hard and I'll have to fight to get out of bed every morning. Wow. That's what this problem is really about to me. And that's why I feel so much fear and overwhelm and stuckness about it. So what is at stake? All right. So then I'm just going over the high level steps and this should be enough really to get the process. So you've got the problem, you've got what's at stake. So the next step is to actually shift into vulnerability. Yay. So the first step in vulnerability is accepting the problem or not the problem, the condition, the way that it is in your life right now, because at the moment you are feeling resistance towards the fact that this condition exists. It feels scary that this condition exists. It feels actually threatening to you that this condition exists. It feels like it's not okay that this condition exists right? Because of what you're scared is going to happen or because of what you feel like is wrong with it existing right now. Could be either or both of those things. So the first step is to just accept that things are the way they are. Now that might sound simple, but it's actually quite profound. Accepting the way things are not saying you want them to stay this way, not saying that you like them at all, but just accepting this is what is. This is not what I want, but this is what is. And I want you to actually take a moment to do that. Close your eyes, breathe, feel into your body, accepting that this is what is. And actually take a moment to do that. You don't just think about it. Like you really embody accepting and allowing the fact that this is what is and not having any resistance to it. So when you get this, you'll feel a shift in your body. And so this is the first step in vulnerability because you feel safe hanging on to resisting it, right? It feels really vulnerable to just allow it to be the way that it is. So when you feel that shift of like, like something just has let go or something has just relaxed inside you. That's when you've got that step. Like, okay, this is the way things are. This is what is right now. And not having energy wrapped up in resisting that. So then the next step is the next step into vulnerability. And it can be really difficult. Okay. This one can be hard. (laughs) I've actually had to really coach people through this one many times because It can be a tricky one to get, but this is where your power is if you get it. Okay. So the next step is to define what is the worst 
case scenario? What is the worst outcome that you can imagine or that you fear as a result of this problem? So let's go back to our example problem. Really helps, I think, to use examples. So we've just spent a moment to fully accept, okay, I'm working way too hard in my business. I feel totally burned out. I don't feel like I can stop. I don't feel like I've got either the time or the money or both to hire someone to help me, or I can't actually trust someone else to do the work that I do. And I'm just on this treadmill and I feel really stuck here. Okay. I just fully accept that's the way things are right now. That's my current reality. Okay. So what is now my worst feared outcome because of this? I fear that, let's say, uh, as I was saying earlier, I fear that it's never going to change. I'm going to get really burnt out. I'm going to not be able to do a good enough job of my client's work. Um, I'm going to lose clients. I'm not going to make enough money. I'm not going to be able to go on holidays and keep up with my friends. So I'll lose my friends. I'll then have to go back to a job and I'll then have lost my freedom and independence and be really miserable and, you know, just have to get up in the morning when I don't want to get up and go to this job that I don't want to go to. And that's going to be my life. Okay. So this is my worst case scenario. So then the step is to accept that as a possibility, not saying you want it, not saying you're going to try to create it, but just accepting it as a possibility. You know, it might not be very likely at all, but accepting that in the infinite number of possibilities that exist, this is actually a possibility. Now, this is a step that people often find a bit tricky, right? So you might have to spend a bit more time here and really breathe into that resistance. And what I've found from my experience with both myself and my clients is what can happen in this step is that you go back and stop accepting the condition the, the way it is that, that step before this, because you're like, oh my God, that's so horrible. <laughs> I don't want that to ever happen. I better fucking do something about my current condition. I better, you know, I don't accept that this is the way things are. I've got to try to solve this problem. So you kind of can take you back a step first. I've experienced that to be a common pattern with people. So what you want to do is notice if that happens and then just spend more time allowing, really be like, okay, can I just let go and fully allow this to be a possibility, the possibility that I'm going to struggle for the rest of my life, hate it, go into depression and probably commit suicide. You know, like that might be the thing that really comes to your mind is the absolute worst case. And I accept that that's a possibility and I just allow that to be a possibility. Fully take that moment to really embody the allowing and you'll feel it when it happens, okay? If you're still feeling resistance, you haven't, you haven't gone there yet. It's vulnerable. This is the vulnerability part, okay? So getting to that space of really allowing that worst case scenario. Now, what happens when you get this and you open up to this space is that you orientate from your heart again. Literally, my client that I did this with a few days ago, it was, it was even funny to me that she said this because I asked her, okay, so what do you feel 
now that you've, you know, fully allowed that possibility. And she said, I just feel like I've dropped into my heart. I just feel like I'm in my heart. And that's exactly what it does is that it orientates us from our heart again. We go back into our heart rather than that place of fear and being tight and contracted and maybe really in your head, you got you drop into your heart. And so it's literally like what people talk about, you know, choose love or fear. Are you coming from love or fear? As basic and simple as it sounds, it's exactly that. It's that you were in a fear state around this thing and you've you've come back to love. You've dropped into your heart and you're orientating from your heart. And when you're in that heart, your heart, you're in that sense of openness, oneness, complete, and, you know, feeling connected to life and connected to yourself. And that's the really powerful place to be in, in creating. So vulnerability here is accepting that things are the way they are and hence clearing your resistance, accepting the possibility of your most feared outcome, and then orientating from your heart now that you're actually free to do so because you became vulnerable. And so then the final step is asking yourself what you would love and choosing that. And you actually have to keep the vulnerability in this step of not knowing with all certainty and finality that that's going to happen, that what you love is going to happen. You know, um, some people say you have to 100% believe something in order to have it and create it, which I don't believe. And uh, like believing it and embodying it really helps. But when you say you have to 100% believe it, you create that as a condition so that if when you're not believing it and you're not feeling it 100%, you're stuck. You're totally fucking stuck. You totally tripped yourself up. And finding that place of vulnerability of not knowing actually, I find, allows yourself to allows you to go for it more fully. Just like, fuck it. I'm just going to go for it because it's what I want. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm just going to go for it. So- That's part of the vulnerability process as well. So in this final step, you want to say, well, what would I love? And what you would love is not trying to avoid the current condition. It's like, well, what would you really love that's of a, you know, a higher vibration, essentially a higher nature than the problem. This actually brings to mind a quote that I believe is from Jung. Actually, I'm not going to remember the quote, but Jung says that you can't um, solve a problem. Well, I'm pretty sure there's that famous one. You can't solve a problem from the same level of thinking that created it, but also that you have to move to a different level of consciousness. So that's actually what we're doing with this final step is moving to a different level of consciousness. You're in the consciousness of the problem. You're in the consciousness of fear. Now that we've moved into our heart from this place in your heart, what would you love? And then that is helping you or that's getting you into a different state of consciousness, a different level of consciousness. So in the, if we come back to our example, accepted our worst case fear. So maybe then we go, okay, well, what would we love? We would love to be serving, you know, I'd love to be serving my clients with my full energy and vitality. And actually like, this is the service I want to be offering. Or it could be, I want to be doing the work that I love and I want to be filling my cup on weekends and on weeknights doing bouldering and pole dancing. I said pole dancing because I do pole dancing, but you know what I mean? Like you connect with, what would I truly love? I love to 
I'd be doing the work that I love and spending time with people that I love and just having a fucking good time, just enjoying life. Maybe that's it. And that's what you reorientate towards. And then you feel physically that shift that you've just made, right? It's like all the power and tension and fear has gone out of the problem and you're in your heart and you feel connected to what you'd love. And then the next steps from there are obvious because you're not in your head and you're not stuck in trying to control conditions and resist what is. So you get to that place where, okay, this is the obvious thing for me to do because I'm not judging and criticizing and trying to work it out. Okay. So this is the process. This is it. And it's so simple and it's so powerful, but it's one of those things that you can't just know it and think, oh yeah, I've got to use vulnerability and I intellectually get it. You got to actually step through the steps and that's where you feel that shift literally inside yourself. And then you'll see the shift over the next week or couple of weeks as you embody that. And if you need to repeat the process, go back and repeat the process. So the other thing with my client and um, I've got permission to share this, I'm not going to go into detail about it anyway, but so the other thing that we had worked on with her just recently where we'd used this framework and she had a massive shift was this business project she had been working on. Well, it was really a creative project, something she she really wanted to create and bring to the world that was structured as a business. And she had been so stuck on it. Like she initially had great flow with it. And then she had just gotten so stuck and was, had been stuck for like a year or more and gotten more and more stuck, you know, as she felt like, oh, this isn't working or whatever fears, doubts, and securities were coming up, then it would, it was literally like a a downward spiral. And this is what happens is then you feel fear about the way that things are and what's going to happen. And so then you give it more power and then you, and then you feel even more fear because things haven't changed and you go in this downward spiral, getting more and more stuck. (laughs) I laugh because we all know what it feels like. So what happened was the vulnerability piece was totally letting it go. So she accepted herself completely as, okay, I'm going to accept that this never works. This never works the way I want it to work. And went to the just full level of acceptance and letting it go. And actually was like, I'm going to take a break from it for a little bit. And then so interestingly, after she made that shift, I think it was a couple of weeks or maybe, maybe a bit longer, three or four weeks, this huge shift has happened and she's had more momentum with it than she has forever. And she's actually just wanted to work on it rather than felt sick, you know, every time she's sat down to work on it. And she's taken even the pressure off herself to work on it or do anything on it at all. And all this creativity has come to her and all these things that she'd been trying to line up before just happened, you know, with other people as well that regarded it. And it has been amazing just to see how quickly that change has happened because she managed to drop into that place of vulnerability and fully surrender. So what was really happening here was that she allowed herself to be open. She dropped into that space of vulnerability where ideas and solutions could come into her head because her mind wasn't obsessively thinking about how to make the problem go away. 
literally as if her life depended on it because what is happening is that part of you does think your life depends on it, right? So being able to create that space of openness and be in that space of receptivity is powerful. So I hope that's been helpful to you. I hope that you've actually even experienced at least some of a shift with that situation or that problem that you brought to mind for yourself. If you have, I would love to hear it. Feel free to DM me on Instagram at alexh.co. And I really want to ask if you feel like you've got a friend in your life that this episode could serve, please share it with them. I just think this is so powerful in creating and helping us have those shifts day in, day out as we're working on what really matters to us. So I'd love for you to share this with a friend and help get this out there to anyone it could benefit. So if you can think of someone it would benefit, please do share it with them. As I mentioned at the start of this episode, my Sacred Money Empower membership is opening very soon. This is a container that I have created for you to connect with your power, your intuition, and other ambitious women to live your purpose and up your earnings. So it is like a lifestyle support membership that helps you continually do that, that creates the container and the spaces for you to consistently connect with yourself, connect with other women and up level. It's an amazing membership. I can't wait to be inviting you into it soon. So I will let you know when that does open. But if you want to get notified as soon as it does, you can sign up in the link in the show notes or the link in my bio on my Instagram and you will be notified as soon as I do open doors. All right. Lots of love and I'll speak to you soon. Mwah.